time for another WNST Baltimore Sports News Update. Here's Luke Jones. Eric DaCosta met with the media from the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. Hello, everyone. Uh, first, I just want to congratulate Peter King uh, for his retirement. Uh, Peter's a guy that, me growing up in Boston, I read his column. Uh, I learned a lot of football. Over the years, we've uh, become good friends. Tremendous respect for his passion for covering the game and for everything he's done for the sport of football. And he will be sorely missed by me. So, uh, questions? Well, I think that we made a statement on that. Uh, we're aware of the situation. Uh, obviously, domestic violence is something that we're deeply concerned about. And we will continue to assess the situation as it unfolds. Well, I mean, you know, we've actually looked at franchises like the Steelers over the years and always had an admiration for the way that they've conducted business. Um, obviously, bitter rivals, but we believe that continuity is, is critical to success. You know, in many different ways. I think just from a coaching staff, the systems in place, the offense, the defense, having the same schemes. Uh, I think, you know, players having the same coaches year to year is critical. And then from a scouting perspective, building out processes, having a way that you scout players, having the same scouts, can, scouting players every single year, the process of the draft and how that unfolds, we believe is, is critically important to our success. And, uh, you know, that it's great for me to look over and see guys next to me. Uh, we haven't lost a lot of people over the years in scouting. Joe Hortiz this year, a great friend of mine, just went to become the uh, GM of the LA Chargers. Um, for, you know, 25 years, Joe has sat to my right. So, uh, you know, I'm going to miss him this year. There'll be a void. But having that continuity, I think, is essential. Yes. Yeah, Jeremiah is a very hard-charging guy, good on special teams. I think he's a developmental outside backer, strong and physical, great attitude. And uh, I think he's going to have a great career, definitely. I mean, it was nice to see the number. Uh, it doesn't mean that we're going to just open up the books and go shopping, I, I think. That's not really the Ravens' way. But to have that buffer, so to speak, and to give us a little bit more flexibility along the way, it helps us this year. But it also helps us in the coming years as we project what we think that salary cap is going to be moving out in years 25 and 26 as well. So it does give you a little bit of a picture of the landscape of football and what that means salary cap-wise from a roster-building standpoint. I think we're excited about the potential that we have to be a good team this year, and we think that uh, we'll have some flexibility to remain good in the coming years. Well, John did the majority of that. You know, I would help him and give him advice. Last year, I was probably more involved in the interview process with the uh, coordinator search than I was this year. Uh, but I think John does an amazing job building out his staff. I think last year's staff was really an incredible job of building out and helping our team. So I, we feel really good about the guys that we brought in this year. A lot of work was done by the assistant coaches, by the coordinators, and by John to get that done. And we're excited about the skills that they bring to the table.
Well, Nelly was a guy that we brought in last year. We had studied him for years. I had studied him coming out of USC and, you know, always liked his game, felt he was a, a valued guy for us. We knew a lot about his personality. He brought a lot to the table this year as a player, but also as a leader. Uh, he was great for that receiver room, the way that he conducted his business every day, the way that he practiced every day. The guys that saw him out there every single day know that he had tremendous intangibles and brought a lot to the table. So for us to talk to him and get that done, I think he's been a lot of different places, understood what it felt like to be a Baltimore Raven, and he wanted to come back. We knew that, and we were excited to have him back. Well, we're trying to get a deal done. You know, we've had discussions with Justin. He's a guy that obviously has put himself in a fortuitous position this year by the way that he played. Had a great season for us. He's a valued player on the team, and we're hopeful that we can get a long-term deal done. Oh, he'll do great. You know, Mike's a guy that, you know, uh, people not, may not know this. Back in the day, we interviewed Mike in scouting uh, as a player personnel assistant. He didn't get the job. But uh, very, very thoughtful, very smart guy. We brought him back on the coaching staff. Uh, very innovative, uh, organized. Uh, he's a motivator. He's a great person, respectful. Players love him. Coaches love him. He's a home run hired by the Seahawks. Well, we were really happy with this game this year. You know, I think sometimes people get really caught up on the, the number of sacks that people get. We prefer to look at pressures and disruptions and the ability that they affect the game. And Adafe is probably one of the hardest working players we have on our defense. He's got a great motor, plays with a, a passion. Uh, he's an exciting young prospect. He has battled back for some injuries. And we think that uh, this is going to be a great season for him. We're very, very excited about what he brings to the table this year as one of our primary edge rush guys. Well, we need more than two running backs, so certainly I think you'll see us make a couple acquisitions along the way. Uh, we think Keaton Mitchell is going to come back from his knee injury. Uh, Justice is a player last year, probably one of the unsung heroes of our whole team, I would say. Um, you know, we're still talking to Gus. Uh, we'll talk to JK, a couple free agents that we had. Um, hopeful that we can get something done with those guys. Uh, we've looked at the draft class. Probably not, you know, as deep as some other positions that we'll see in this year's draft class. There are some UFAs this year in the draft. I mean, in free agency, some talented players that we will look at as well. But I think it's probably safe to say that we'll have more than two running backs on the roster at some point, and we will definitely have a plan for that position. Eugene Shen. So Eugene was a guy that, uh, you know, a lot of respect for Eugene. We interviewed Eugene probably back in 2011 to run the uh, the, the player personnel analytics department. At the time, Eugene couldn't, we offered Eugene the job. He couldn't take the job for some different reasons. He was up in Connecticut and he was working on Wall Street. He couldn't take the position. And then a few years later, uh, we were trying to hire somebody in coaching and Eugene's situation had changed. He was more flexible and he was willing to take the position in coaching. Very, very smart guy, innovative, uh, you know, very good with modeling and just building out, uh, looking, using data to analyze. And I think that uh, the commanders got themselves a, a good hire, and I think he'll do a great job over there. Eric, I know, I know you're an avid reader, Joe, but you share a lot of <laughs> with the players. I'm wondering, is there anything specific that you would say that's impacted the philosophy of the 
Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I do. I read a lot of history, a lot of military history, uh, a lot of uh, value investing stuff. Ben Graham, uh, Warren Buffett, uh, Charlie Munger, things like that. I'm really interested in that idea as pertains to players. Um, I do read a lot. You know, uh, I think sometimes the scouts would get sick of me talking about things they have no interest in. Um, I've gotten at some podcasts and stuff too, but I do feel that in this business, it's easy to do the same things the same way every single year. And I think for me at least, uh, being creative, kind of looking and being exposed to different things is very helpful, whether that's a podcast, a TV show, a movie, uh, books, whatever that might be. Sometimes my best ideas kind of germinate from some of those different types of things. I think always. I mean, I think that's a critical position. I think the uh, the data supports that, and that's a position, too, where some of these guys are like race cars. They break down at times. And so having a depth at that position is critical. We saw that this year. We think we built the room out pretty well this year, and we're able to sustain some injuries along the way. Uh, so we will look at that. I think it's a very, very deep year in the draft. Uh, this draft class is, is pretty impressive from a receiver standpoint. Uh, we'll assess that talent and see what kind of falls our way and then look at the free agency crop as well. Well, Anthony is a guy that, you know, when we drafted Anthony back in 2002, second round pick, Notre Dame, I was the Midwest scout back then. So I knew a lot about Anthony back then. I always have had, back then he was Tony, um, but had a tremendous respect for him as a player. We drafted Ed Reed that for our first pick, and then uh, Anthony Weaver was our second, second, he was our second round pick. Mike Nolan was our defensive coordinator, and our defense was pretty darn good that year. Surprisingly pretty good. Um, I knew he would be a great coach because of the way he carries himself, uh, his ability as a leader, uh, I think his, his mentality, his grinder mentality, the way that he carries himself every day, his work ethic, uh, and the way that he would relate to the players. And so, um, you know, we brought him back. It was great to have him the last couple of years as our D-line coach and assistant head coach. I feel he's going to be a head coach someday. I mean, it's right there for him. He's going to do a remarkable job, I think, down in Miami. Players are going to love him. The community is going to love him. That defense is going to be fast and furious, and I think he'll be a head coach before you know it. We've just texted. Great, great guy. I love Odell. Uh, he's become a great friend of mine and a, a friend to the Ravens, and you know, I think we'll just kind of assess and see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Well, Gino, I'm very proud of Gino. He was a seventh-round pick, and probably, I mean, if Jamison's here, he'd probably chime in because he's a historian or he fancies himself a historian. But, you know, Gino might be the best seventh-round pick that we've ever had. Um, playmaker, uh, attitude, special teams, just an excellent season this year. Been cut, been brought back. Just, uh, I love his his cerebral nature. I love his attitude on the field. He, he fancies himself an, un, an overachiever. I love that about him. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's put himself in an awesome position. We're fortunate that we have some, some good safety depth, and I'm not really sure exactly what that means for Gino and the Ravens, but regardless, I know he's going to be a great pro. If he doesn't come back and play with us, he's going to be a great pick for some player for somebody else, and I would expect him to have a great career. Right. Well, I think we've got a great locker room. 
uh, great coaching staff. We built the team the right way. Uh, tremendous, tremendous pride for this team. And just, you know, as hard as it is, when I really step back and look at this season, I would say it was a resounding success in many, many different ways. Uh, the, the locker room was, was crazy good. The personalities, the love that I think was felt every single day, the attitude that these guys brought. So that gives me great hope that our future is very bright. And we try to build this thing out so that we don't have windows opening and closing. And that's kind of been the Ravens' mindset, that we want to be a competitive, good team every single year. That's what we aspire to. And I think we have a lot of the types of people in that locker room still, and we'll remain to have those type of guys to put us in a position to win every single year. It's always going to be a priority, Garrett. I think you know, that's Coach Harbaugh from 2008 on. We have to have a big, strong, imposing offensive line. So we'll continue to build that out. Obviously, this year we're going to have probably some change on the offensive line in different ways. Um, remains to be seen exactly what that looks like. We will have a plan. Fortunately, this is a deep draft class as well. So we'll have a lot of different options and different rounds for players that we like at the offensive line position, at, at tackle and also guard. Probably unlikely that we're going to draft a center very high, but I think there's a lot of depth along the way, uh, specifically at the tackle position and the guard position. So that's exciting and really helps me as we look at what that offensive line is going to look like. Yeah, we'll always have a plan. You know, we're going to always have a plan. We're aware of the injuries and the salary cap, and we're aware of the talent that we have and the talent that's available, and we'll build the best offensive line that we can with the best players that we can. And, uh, you know, there's always going to be, you know, the roster's always going to morph and change year to year. You've got to stay young, but you've also got to have great veteran presence as well in your offensive line and every other position. So it's really a balance. You want to be as young as you can, but you also want to have a lot of veteran experience. And uh, I think everybody feels that. And so it's really a delicate mix because with a salary cap, with a salary cap league, it makes it hard to keep every single player that you want to keep. We're not like the old, uh, I grew up a Cowboys fan, and you know, we're not like the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys of 1991, 1992, 93. Um, the salary cap changes things, and that makes it a lot more challenging. What was that question? Oh. Oh, man. Well, he's just one of my best friends. You know, when we started, uh, I think Joe started in 98, maybe 99. And I was an uh, office guy and a, and a young scout and took Joe under my wing. And we did a lot of stuff together. Our kids went to school together. Uh, he was my pickleball partner, uh, sat next to me during the draft, helped me over the years run the meetings and Assess talent. Joe's got a great eye for talent. He'll do an amazing job as an evaluator for the Chargers. He's got good opinions. He's a consensus builder. The scouts are going to love him. The coaches are going to love working with him, and he's going to do a fantastic job. Um, and I think integrity is important to me. Passion for the game is important to me. Work ethic, dependability, growth mindset, grit. All those things factor in. You know, it's something that we, uh, we really kind of focus on. You know, I mean, anyone can watch tape and assess how good a player can catch a football or bend his knees or make a tackle in space or block somebody. But to me, the secret sauce is really knowing the person 
behind the tape, the personality of the player, how he carries himself day to day, what's he going to do every day in the offseason, how is he going to carry himself on the field, in the community, all those kind of things are critically important. And really, I think those are probably as important, those factors, as how a guy plays the game. Probably will, yes. Thank you.